This is Real Ghost Stories Online. I think for about 99.9% of the population, the idea of being down in a morgue, an underground morgue, uh, is a frightening idea. It's something that I don't think many of us uh, find as a warm, fuzzy feeling. I mean, just, just picture that. Picture you're walking through this environment. It's not your normal environment. You're not used to ever being in a morgue. And then, boom, you're there. And then something unexplained happens with a body that should all well be dead. Not even questioning that it should be dead. It is a scary, scary scenario. In our next story, we hear about a mother and a son working in a medical facility, going down to that morgue, and yep, you guessed it, the dead seem to come alive. Take a listen. About eight years ago, I had a surgery on both of my shins and was on crutches for two months. I was at my mom's job where she works at the University of Utah, and one night, she wanted me to go with her down into the basement to get some supplies. While we were in the elevator, I noticed that these elevators were bigger than the others. I asked her why these elevators were so wide, and she told me that this elevator is used to transport people in gurneys. I asked her if the morgue was in the basement, and she said yes, and that we will walk by it. When we got to the basement, it was freezing cold. It was during the summer, and it was still hot outside at night. While my mom went to the supply room, I walked by the morgue and suddenly got chills all throughout my body. When I looked inside the small window on the door and saw all these gurneys lined up, there was only one light that was on, and it was over one gurney that had a cadaver on it. I don't know if my eyes were playing tricks on me, but I swear I saw those sheets move. I didn't even wait for my mom and went back up to the main floor. When she came and found me, she asked me if I looked inside the morgue and I told her that I saw a body on a gurney that the sheets were moving. What she told me next made me turn blue because she told me that there shouldn't have been any bodies out because the mortician placed all the bodies in the cold chambers where the bodies are kept. So I don't know if my mind was playing tricks on me. I'll never go back there again. I can assure you that. Oftentimes, when someone has a paranormal experience, it is not spoken of. Even when it happens in, in a group setting with multiple people around, sometimes that reality of the unexplained that just occurred is just a little too much to handle. A little too scary. A little too infringing on the reality that many of us have come to accept as being real. 
In our next story, we hear about a brother and a sister who have one of those experiences, an encounter with something they cannot explain. It affects each of them in a very unique and different way, but clearly affects them. They never really do speak about what happens. However, something from that night continues to plague one of the siblings, even after it happened. Almost just a reminder to let her know that what happened was real. Take a listen. The following story took place when I was around 14 years old. I did not realize until over three years later what had happened this night. It was the middle of summer, and it was hot for a few weeks, rare for England. Anyways, I was awakened in the middle of the night, maybe one in the morning, by a strange sound coming from outside. This night was very humid, so my windows wide open. The sound was coming from down the street. I lived in a cul-de-sac so you could hear things quite a way up the road. It sounded like someone was walking on soaking wet concrete very slowly. There were heavy footsteps and it sounded as if they were just walking away from the outside of my house. It sounded very close. I was scared by this so I woke my older brother up to go and check outside of the windows and he said, No one is there. So I felt okay to look for myself. Everything seemed fine until it started raining cats and dogs. What was strange about it was that I couldn't hear the rain. You'll see the rain is loud on my roof because it is very thin. It's an extension to the house and all. And put my arm out of the window to feel the rain in my hand, but as the first few drops hit my hand, it suddenly and completely stopped. I looked further out the window to see if maybe... The rain cloud was just moving, but nothing. I saw a small movement a few doors down out of the corner of my eye. I went to look to see what it was, and I felt a sudden presence behind me. It wasn't a solid presence. It didn't feel like a person. It almost felt like particles made of static. My brother came back into the room to tell me to go to sleep, but before he could say anything, he stopped as if there was a wall right in front of him just stood and stared ever so slightly to the left of me, like he was looking through me. I asked him what was wrong, and I got no reply. This went on for maybe ten seconds. He then snapped out of it, and at that same moment, I got the worst migraine I've ever had in my life. I have a history of being paranoid, so I decided to ignore everything that just happened. I didn't trust my thoughts. I never spoke to him about what happened that night. But he hasn't been in my room since then. What scares me the most is that ever since that incident, whenever I walk into my bedroom, I get terrible headaches to this day. Out of nowhere, everything can be going fine the moment I walk into that room. Headaches. We've examined the room, we've had it looked at for leaks, any sort of chemical danger that may be causing it and there's no explanation no human explanation that is 
This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.